0: Fix the World podcast with Sam and Katie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fix the World with me, Katie Tracy, and my learned friend, Sam Avery. You're all right, Sam?
1: I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm sound, you know. What have you been up to? You had your big show, didn't you, at the weekends? I did. I had a big show at
0: the weekend um, and it went swimmingly. Oh. I was really happy with it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it.
1: Great. How long were you on for then?
0: I think it did about an hour, just over an hour, hour, 10 minutes, say, Um, and I still didn't use up stuff that I'd written, so I was quite happy with that, because when I went on stage, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get to about 20 minutes, we'll have done all my stuff, and everyone's going to be like, oh, I want my money back. (laughs) (laughs) So, that didn't happen, but one of my jokes involves Monster Munch, and I brought Monster Munch with me, and I put them in the bag on the back of the stage, and as I went, my idea was at the end of my show, I was going to like l- just lob all these monster munch into, into the audience. <laughs> um, it's basically a joke I do. I won't go into it, but it's about how when when you're in a long term relationship, um, you you do things for sexual favors. <laughs> and one of the oh. things I got was monster munch, and um, so I I did that joke, and then at the end I was going to throw the monster munch in the audience as like just a little, you know fun thing and I completely forgot so if anyone goes to the old College studio and sees a little blue bag in the corner there's six or seven pound bags of Monster Munch there, beef so oh, fill your boots.
1: Beef, beef as well they're yeah. the best as far as teasers, go for a joke that we're, we're not going to hear on the podcast, that's as good as it gets isn't it, talking about <laughs> sexual favours <laughs> favors, and Monster Munch and we're like ah, how does she yeah. connect those two dots yeah that's well
0: amazing. you'll have to buy tickets to my next show and then you'll hear the joke
1: there we go. It's a little trailer <laughs> for the next show. Is that the longest you've ever done on stage in one go?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think like before that, that, the longest I've ever. Because I'm terrible when when I go to like, a night... I've got a watch now that buzzes to get me off stage in my time. <laughs> I'm a terrible one for. Uh, you should always have to ask for someone to flash me like two minutes before I'm due to come off stage because I'll just I'll just carry on talk nonsense if
1: I'm people me will let me. Flash. We mean like a, with a torch or a phone. Yeah, like we, we don't mat. mean, you know, penis and balls. Don't mean that. Because <laughs> that might not get you off stage. That just might cause an encore. <laughs>
0: that
1: might <laughs> make
0: you ask for help on the uh, on stage. Somebody yeah. send security. We, he's enjoying it. <laughs> Stay
1: on. Yeah, I remember the first time I ever did 20 minutes. And that, that was about, I mean, that was about god 15 years ago now. But that, I'd only ever done 10 minutes at a comedy club. And um, it was Alexander's in Chester. And the, the, the opening slot did 20 minutes. So I just told them I had 20 minutes. And I didn't. I had 10. So on the train there, I was writing another 10 minutes on the train to oh. get there. And I got there. And I just, you know, I had 10 minutes that was all right. And 10 minutes that I'd literally written that, you know, on the way there, on the journey to the gig. And I got there and I was dead nervous. And the headline act, because I'd only been going a couple of years. Headline, that was Russell Howard. And oh, he, my God. He, he, I, but he wasn't famous then, but he was so nice. And he was just, he saw how nervous it was and he went to, yeah, like, I'll do a bit, bit longer at the top if you want because the headline used to go on first there for like five minutes before they brought the first act on. So we went on and did a bit longer. So why I had to do less. And whenever I see him on the telly, I always think he's sounding.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah. But it's it's weird when you get to, it's like, suppose like fitness in it. You just, you get to the next level of like, time spent on stage and you just feel powerful
0: yeah i went i I did about 25 minutes and i had to. it was for um, an a, a, a international women's day event in leeds and they were like the, the the woman who was supposed to be doing like headlining it as couldn't do it could anyone go last minute and i was like it was like we'll pay hotel and a hotel and we're like, i was like oh, i'll go to leeds we just left work on the friday and went to leeds and on the way there I wrote, I had like probably about 15 minutes or so, and I just tried to write another 10 minutes and I got there. And some of my jokes probably um, a bit near the knuckle, they probably are, but and some of them will take the piss out of like women, or as a woman taking the piss out of women, and some of them are, anyway afterwards, they were like, the, 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 the organizer of the thing came up to me and was like, We really loved your stuff, but can you not do that joke if you ever work for us again? And I can't even remember what it was, but. <laughs> Like all these like radical feminists who were campaigning <laughs> for period poverty to end, just I'd, I'd made a silly joke. I can't even remember what it was, but I was mortified because I was like, No, I I'm a feminist. What are you about? That's the, it was a feminist joke. I'm making a point. And I was just like trying to tread water to backtrack. And I just felt like a bit of a knob after that. I was so like, smug that I'd done 25 minutes.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. But the thing is, when, you, when a joke's new, you don't really know how to like say it properly so your point comes across completely wrong sometimes anyway so even if you're trying to make i mean i've done jokes when i'm trying to make make i I remember trying to do a joke early on that was built the idea was to build tension in the room and then pop it with the punchline but the punchline didn't work punchline just made the tension worse (laughs) built this tension up and i thought it's all right because i'm gonna pop it with this line i said the line and it just got even worse and it's just horrific
0: oh it's awful Well, after the weekend, this weekend, I, I had a gig on Friday and a gig, a gig on Saturday and both went absolutely brilliantly. So I was like buzzing. And then I had um, the gig that I run on Sundays, uh, the first Sunday in the month in Liverpool. And I'm the MC. And I was like really like feeling like I was going to be great again because i would had such a good couple of nights and it, it nothing seemed to wear. <laughs> and I, co- I come out and I was like, oh, that's that's pissed all over my weekend. There.
1: Yeah, but if you use the football analogy, you, you know you, what you've done is you've gone to Wembley on the Friday and you've won three 0 and you've got the cup. Saturday you've gone to like Old Trafford and you, you've won two 0 It's called the on, Asch. Su- on Sun, yeah, on Sunday it's a it's a wet Wednesday night in Stoke it? and you've just got to dig in and get a nil nil. And if you get a nil nil, that's a really good. <laughs> yeah. That's the analogy. I use. some yeah. games, if you draw, you've you take the point and go over. That's, <laughs> that's what you got to do. We should no, do an episode that on bad-
0: the, That's the nature of our job,
1: I guess. It is. Well, it's a very weird. It's a very weird thing to do in it, and I think we should probably do a, an episode one day on like either bad gigs or just comedy in general, or like because there's so much to it, and you can just like the fact that we choose to do this and get on stage and. What, why yeah, are like we
0: doing it? what the fuck's the matter with us?
1: Yeah, I. I why. Spent, on Saturday, I spent about five hours getting the train down to Bristol. Um, on my own, went in the hotel on my own, did a show, um, went back to the hotel and then about another five and a half hours to get back on Sunday. And do you know what? Loved every second of it. Loved every second of the whole process because it's just something I've always wanted to do and I'm like, I'm doing it. Even at this point, yeah, I'm still doing that, it.
0: Yeah, there's that, there is that. It's like, God, I never thought I'd do this and I'm doing it. There were, there were, a, a lad came to my gig on Saturday who I went to school with. He was in my form class. And he was legit the funniest kid in school. And I remember back then thinking, he'll definitely be a comedian one day, because everything he said was just used to make everybody laugh. And then he was there at my gig, and I was like, well, this is not how I expected that to (laughs) turn out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Strange, isn't it? I was dead shy. It's the whole process
0: of like preparing, going into a green room, waiting to go on on your own. Then going on stage on your own—it's pretty, I don't know, solitary job, but it's worth that's... it for like what you get out of it when you when something works well, isn't it?
1: Oh, well, there's nothing better than when it works, especially when a new idea works. It is the best feeling. But that's the—I suppose that's the difference between like playing a comedy club and then doing a solo show where you are just on your own. And whenever I do my solo shows, I just—I don't have a support act. I just do it all myself. I don't have a stage manager. I don't have a tour manager. I just think I don't need all that stuff. I know to be on time. I know what I need, which is a microphone and a light. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll do my show and then I'll go and meet everyone and then I'll go home. A microphone,
0: a light and humans to listen to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And your permission to entertain. (laughs) That's the name of my next show. (laughs) Fucking hell. And uh, so this podcast is called Disappearing Up Our Own Arse. uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it, this is Fix the World podcast. We fix the world every week. Don't we? Kate? We try and make the world slightly better. Hi, we're
0: trying. That's all we can and, do. Uh,
1: uh, this is our twenty-first episode, and we're back on Zoom this week because we, you know, if you listen last week, you'll understand we had a little bit of a, a problem with the with, with the premises, with the noise level. Yeah, it was but, like
0: being underneath the pyramid stage at Glastonbury.
1: Not in a good way. Not in like no. a ketamine fueled, you know.
0: No, it wasn't. With, some kinds of madcap adventure. It was two people trying to talk and people listen while there was a heavy drum beat in the background.
1: Yeah, it was, it was pretty full on. But we've had some nice comments about the, the episode last week and it was fun to do and it was fun to listen to the bands. And mm. um, I've, Just while we're on that, I've also had a couple of comments about, um, well, I want specific comments. This is going back to an, a very old episode. Remember the fashion episode we did? yes me um I, I sort of gave the big revelation that I used to have dreadlocks as a as a as a white man and um a lot of people were very alarmed people were demanding pictures I've not really been able to locate any and if it did I, I'm not sure I want to share them with the world <laughs> but my cousin who lives in Australia she said I remember when you got them cut off and I, I didn't obviously didn't go into detail about that but the thing that really sprung to mind when she mentioned that is that I got them cut off, and I think it was 2001 I got them cut off, and I, I, I kept them. So I was at the hotel, uh, at the hairdressers, and I said, "I'll oh, can I keep them? And I put them in this little bag, and uh, I put them under my bed, and I just forgot yeah, about that's them.
0: But that's useful in case you'd ever go missing. Then your mum knows there's a little box of your DNA under the bed.
1: Yeah. Or if I ever go bald, but that'll never happen. So was safe there but (laughs) i was clean i was cleaning my room about a year later and of course this little bag of dirty dreadlocks is under my bed and i have never ever shit myself like that because i just thought it was like like an alien or something never mind a big tarantula it was far too weird looking for that i thought it was like a oh (laughs) it's terrifying like what's that oh it's me hair
0: yeah what kind of box was it in like a quality street box
1: or something, <laughs> no, it was in like a plastic bag, <laughs> one of those blue Just a bags. bag
0: bags full of hair,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a classy that's, man, that's
0: really grim.
1: It's, it's horrible. I don't know why I kept them because they stank as well. So, Ew. this is 20 years ago, I've changed since then. You know, I don't, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> he doesn't keep
0: hair under the beds anymore, no, doesn't I'm even all... keep hair on his head. No, no.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm I've gone the other way so much. What are doing that? <laughs> keep toenail clippings now in, in uh, ice cream boxes.
0: Yeah, send them to people in envelopes who you don't like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or so.
0: People you fancy.
1: <laughs> yeah, just a little love letter. I like you so
0: much, I want you to have my toenail, clippings.
1: have my DNA. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please <And> clone me. <laughs> me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the other thing I just... I, this is a thought I had, and this is relating to the soap opera episodes, and, and I hope people appreciated the uh, the East End the drumbeat that we put on the beginning of the soap opera. Yes. Episodes. <laughs> so <laughs> silly. But you know what? I, I was thinking about the soap opera episodes, and this is afterwards. I was thinking, I, I love, but I think all soap operas do this, some to more, a bigger extent than others, but it's the level of exposition that they have to put into a soap opera script. You know, when they're like, Talking about you know something that happened because they have to bring in all the other viewers, don't they? So they have to make sure yeah. no one's getting left behind. So that's why I murdered your your dad because he was cheating on me with that pig. Was... In
0: nineteen
1: eighty seven. <laughs> yeah, after the helicopter <laughs> crashed into his mansion. But some people great. just more...
0: some people forget some writers just forget that some characters were horrible, and then make them yeah. nice, and that that that's that's mad.
1: Yeah, I think more real-life conversations should be like that.
0: Because, you yeah. know, sometimes
1: people are talking to you and you haven't got a bloody hell, like, bloody clue what they're talking about. Like, give me more exposition. You know, that thing I'm asking for that, that, that <laughs> I emailed you about, that I, you know, <laughs> on your wedding day. It's like, oh! Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> so, yeah. So, thanks for tuning in again, everyone. Thanks for... Yes,
0: thank joining you.
1: joining us on our crusade. We're still... um we're still on the hunt for like a permanent home, so we'll keep you updated on that as we uh, as we <laughs> as we have any information.
0: Yeah, we will as and when the news comes in. If anyone can recommend somewhere we can go and record this podcast that is in the Liverpool area that you've used yourself, then please feel free.
1: Unless you say come and use me living room, I've used that myself. <laughs> and yeah. Do you mind if I watch me in my dressing gown?
0: Yeah, my downstairs toilet soundproof. <laughs>
1: A little bit echoey, <laughs> but if we just put loads of unused bog roll around, it should sounds yeah. quite nicely.
0: Definitely. <laughs> you know what, Sam? So, One of us needs to both have a man cave in our garden. These are these are popular now. Man caves, aren't they?
1: Oh well, that's that's on our list of things to do. You know, like the dream things to do with your house that you. I do.
0: really hate that expression. To be honest.
1: Oh no, I know. It's just that, like, we have these conversations me and Rachel about like We'll, we'll knock this wall down, and we'll convert the loft, and then we'll add another six yards here, and we'll get rid of the shed. And we'll build a summer house at the back of the, the garden. It's like, yeah, but who's gonna who's gonna pay for it? And also, like, how are we gonna make like the first steps to get this done? Because it's just life's just hard, isn't it? You're just busy, and then you're tired. I know, and then you to I, I'm the
0: same. I watch one episode of um, Grand Designs, and I'm like, so when we when we we knock it all through downstairs and make it a completely open plant. And then we build a little extension. And then in the back of the garden, we'll have a pagoda. And it's just like, it's absolutely <laughs> not fucking happening, Kate. It's not happening. I'm going, but yeah, we need a bigger kitchen. And he's going, there's only going to be two of us here soon. We do not need a bigger kitchen. I've what he doesn't realise is that that is where I go to dance. I need the space.
1: <laughs> 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 That's where I have my little lady times.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't call it that.
1: That's the wrong phrase, isn't
0: it? I'm <laughs> going to express myself through movement.
1: <laughs> well, Rach wants an extension. I'm like, well, we can get a couple of pallets and an umbrella. and That'll do us till next year. So we'll be all right.
0: No, I do want an extension, but we're not getting one.
1: I do want to really, one of those funky man cave shed things in the back garden. But you don't be a pump. I don't even want that. I just want a space to sit that's mine. You know that, that's, and it'd be a mess, but it'd be my mess. Maybe I'd have a little, a little bit. When you
0: get bored you
1: know? though? I'd only be in there for half an hour a week. That's why it's not worth getting.
0: Yeah, when we get in from work, we basically just follow each other from room to room.
1: Please. Hey,
0: hey, did I tell you this? Hey, hey, listen to this. Pathetic.
1: <laughs> Bumping into each other. <laughs>
0: You'll know, wait until I'm making the tea and come out and go, I'll do my butties. Like, just I wait a lot on this.
1: <laughs> well, we're very social creatures, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we are. We are like social. We're like um, them mice that they give ecstasy to. <laughs> <laughs> Experiments
1: on tomorrow's world.
0: Like, we don't really want to be together all the time, but we're just conditioned now to just need to be in the same room as each other because otherwise we'll lose our minds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> great wedding vows <laughs> great wedding vows <laughs> lovely romance yeah, we show great. offs and we
0: follow each other from room to room just in case one of us does something brilliant and we need the other one to see it
1: is Mick a show off as well
0: um, no he's not you know, he's, he's
1: pretty not quiet actually yeah Rachel's not a show off I am I'm constantly jumping around and look at this you know and being a mind we've got two six year old kids who were doing enough of that and I'm like oh babe look at me do this and it's it's something completely yeah it's like I'm You know, I'm holding a wooden spoon like a like like Hendrix used to hold his guitar, and it's like, wait for the solo because I'll do it like it's like like it's me doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to unload the dishwasher. The 43 year old bellend.
0: (laughs) they mix mix not a show off at all by any stretch, but when he the odd time that he is, he he will be. You'll go for it.
1: (laughs) Full full. Like it's
0: like he never shows off, but when he does, he shows off to death. Like for instance, the example is karaoke. He, he doesn't really do karaoke ever, but when he does, he has to do it the best of to his ability, to the best of his abilities, and it's just brilliant because he probably goes to death with it. When- I love
1: that. I love that when you see someone who's like, I think that's the best way to show off in it, but like bottle it yeah. up until it's. But you really- know, even
0: when like the song lyrics, I'll have a little aha uh-huh, or yeah, he'll make sure he says every single <laughs> syllable of the song lyrics.
1: <laughs> Is he one of them that goes dot dot dot?
0: <laughs> it's me. he does this thing where when he does karaoke kind of and there's an instrumental, he'll go instrumental fourteen seconds. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna dance. <laughs> he does that every time? <laughs> <laughs> he <makes me>
1: <laughs> that's that's an amazing catchphrase. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but I'm gonna dance. because if someone says that to you, you can't not dance. Then, like I'm thinking about <laughs> dancing, just thinking I'm saying it. <laughs> I know. I don't know about you I'm going to dance but well, you, you can't say well I'm going to have a little sit down
0: <laughs> I'll, we had any
1: other feedback then Sam uh, we had someone get in touch about um, the what was the the other episode we did last week we did the restaurants episode oh
0: yeah
1: um, yeah and someone was saying um, they used to work in a restaurant and I've got the name here actually and um, Jane Bennett, which sounds like someone from Prison sub H. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Jane. Um, she said she used to work in a restaurant and um one day it was just a complete shit show because the chef and the management had all found in sick. So she was basically the only member of the staff and she had to get like her friends to come in and help. None of them could work any of the equipment. Uh... We spent the whole time apologizing to everyone trying to make roast dinners. Which to me no, sounds I like just
0: being like that look. Toast just one toast. <laughs> I and can do on cheese
1: toast. on, or I can do beans on, or I can do beans with. Yeah. You can't have cheese with.
0: Do you know what though? I'd rather cook a roast dinner than a cook
1: breakfast. Oh, it's well easier.
0: Yeah. It's getting everything ready at the same time. It just makes my head fall off.
1: I remember once sitting in my house when I was a student and being so stoned. Me and my mate we made a spreadsheet with every possible Fried breakfast, like ingredient you could have, and we thought because we were just thinking, imagine having all of this on one plate, and the, I think there's about forty six items.
0: My God, you if you've to gone to a breakfast buffet in a in a hotel, you you would have lost your mind.
1: Oh God, yeah, but the thing is, if the buffets in um, I I stay in Premier Inn quite a lot because you know I'm a comedian and Lenny Henry advertises them, so there's a kinship <laughs> there, isn't there? You've got to you've got to stick with you. Your, your peers
0: you don't um, want your hotel room to be too homely
1: no you don't want to be, be able comfortable you want
0: to you want to miss home so you stay in a premier inn because it makes you miss home
1: <laughs> the beds are pretty comfy though to be fair the beds are are quite nice um although actually on saturday in bristol i was in a premier inn and it was a, a what do you call it when it's accessible for disabled people it's an accessible room isn't it it's just so say, like, yeah it's
0: just yeah
1: Lower bed, higher toilet. Now, I am a fan of a high toilet, and I would like to get a higher toilet in my house because I'm just i quite tall, and I just feel more comfortable on a higher toilet. No, I've I don't got... like
0: a high toilet. I feel yeah. like, aesthetically, you need to have your bum lower than your knees to do <laughs> toilet properly.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's scientific, actually. That's probably a gravity issue, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Your bum needs we... to be lower than your knees to
1: do toilet. Uh, we stayed in the house in... Uh... Islands when i was a kid and they had a padded toilet seat which was like comfortable and it was just horrible because i mean it was kind of been very clean mm. but it was just yeah not good it but helped. anyway premier in i was in high toilet low bed, and the low bed was really uncomfortable because it was two low beds shoved together and i was lying in bed having this quite bad night's sleep and i was thinking i might complain about this in the morning and i'm not someone who normally complains and when i woke up i thought i'm not gonna complain I'm, when I mean, you woke up! you
0: thought, Oh my God, I'm gonna be stuck between these two beds all my life now. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna find my dead cold body.
1: <laughs> I, well, I was. Yeah, I'm was, between was,
0: two single beds.
1: I was exaggerating <laughs> in my mind. you know when you're like in the middle of the night and you're tossing and turning and you're getting all the yeah. When I woke up, I just thought, I'm an able-bodied person and I've had one slightly below par night sleep in a, in a, you know, an accessible bed, like. I don't think I've got any to complain about. I just got off. I
0: feel like hotels is something we could look back uh, sort of revisit to fix. Yeah. That is one of my pet petites when when you're in a double room and it's just two beds pushed together.
1: Oh, God, yeah, because the, the crack.
0: Yeah, you the can't... Do you mean the, the crack? The crack. The, the crack. <laughs> <laughs> like the crack as in the fun.
1: Well, no, your crack on the crack. Yeah, or not the... <laughs> <laughs> the, fun, the fun's a different thing. But yeah, f-
0: it's it spoils that. You just, you've got that boundary.
1: Yeah, hotels is definitely a, a subject that we'll, that we'll come back One to. One that do. we need to fix. Definitely. We definitely need to fix. There's a lot to do there. There's a lot to unpack.
0: Yeah, before um, we go but- on to what we're fixing, can I just go backwards to, um, this may be an unpopular uh, opinion and people might complain, but I feel like I need to say it. And that is, um, if a disabled toilet is empty, I am using it and yeah. because for all anybody knows right so just because it's there and it's empty if there's no disabled person using it and it's empty I'll go in and if I come out and a disabled person's there and they give it to me but you're not disabled and I'll just go well what if I was disabled you still would have had to finish waiting for me <laughs> you would still have to wait for me to finish going to the toilet so it's still a queue. just because you can't like I just feel like Make all toilets disabled access so there's none of that, you know, murder.
1: That would be that, that would I be a good cause, idea. Well, maybe one day we could I fix toilets.
0: I go in. Well, why do you have your own toilet?
1: We, we could fix toilets. Or maybe very specifically, we could fix disabled toilets. <laughs> That'd be a popular episode, wouldn't it? I'm sure.
0: That's when I don't mind sitting on the high seat.
1: I do love a disabled toilet. There is something really smashing about it. Just the size... Yes. The, uh, the space. High toilets, the space. It, I feel like space
0: to dance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah.
1: Space. Hell? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do. I do enjoy that. But yeah, make make all toilets disabled. There you go. And there's, there's
0: no, there's
1: no drama. No drama. People find something else to get angry about. But I, I appreciate if you are disabled, and you and the door opens and you've been waiting. Oh, yeah. you, no offense. Getting, if some, someone's there dancing. I would be a bit pissed off. <laughs> what if I probably going to lose was?
0: some listeners? There. I'm sorry, Sam.
1: Yeah, no, it's all right. Well, I don't think we're mocking anyone. We're just say, we're stating it, you know, stating I'm just you how you. We're all
0: conditioned to. to queue for things, but we shouldn't really need to queue for.
1: Yeah, if you need to wait, it's hard to stay in touch with your, uh, you know, <laughs> your your rules, your your models, and it. You need, a
0: piece.
1: <laughs> you know, I'd probably if someone said to me if I was dying for a piss and I'd have had like three pints and I'd been in the car for an hour and a half, if someone said to me, listen, you can use this toilet right now, uh, but you're going to have to vote for the BNP in the next local elections. No, you couldn't what? do that. I'd think about it, you know, because I'd be dying for a piss.
0: Yeah, but you you can just go behind the bush.
1: Yeah, or I could just say I'd vote for them and then not vote for them. You can't actually check. you rather,
0: them. I'd rather get done for an indecent exposure them both for the easy out.
1: I, I can't piss in, in public though. I get I get shy. I get
0: Oh, you have stage fright?
1: I get stage fright, yeah. I just
0: my mate weeds weed. in the gutter on the pavement on Slater Street. Outside <laughs> the Wonder Bar once because she was so desperate. She just crouched down and went. That's amazing. I know, uh, and I walked away from her. You still
1: there, Sam? You, you, you just sounded like a robot then, so I don't know what you just said or whether it...
0: I'm
1: I still there. I
0: walked away and left. I walked away and left her as she pissed in the street. <laughs> oh, I've lost it again.
1: Oh, I, uh, hang on, we're back. I can edit this out. Right. Yeah, technical
0: what? issues, guys.
1: Yeah, I probably won't edit it out actually because it's just real, innit? It's real, baby. Mm.
0: <laughs> so what are we fixing this week, Sam?
1: The internet, Wi-Fi, Zoom. No, we're not, we're fixing, we're fixing board games.
0: Board games.
1: Um, Did you
0: play any board games over lockdown?
1: Ah, uh, quite a few. Not as many as I thought I would, because I think at the start of lockdown, my kids were a lot younger than they are now. So we were four at the start, the six now. So um, but we have played more recently. But me and Rach love love a board game. And I would like to say as we go into this examination the board games that like I I do love board games even shit ones so yeah I'm a big fan what about you?
0: I don't, I like them I like I like when you can play them with kids because I think when kids get to an age where they can start playing board games that's when they learn about real life that's when they learn they can't win all the time that's when they learn that if they get beat you are allowed to do a lap of honour around the living room and shout <laughs> in your face to be like a six year old. <laughs> because how are they gonna understand what life's gonna be like if you could't, you know, lose?
1: Lose and get the nose rubbed in it. That's what life's all about, <laughs> isn't it? When you're down, it kicks you in the balls. So what's your what's your favorite board game? Uh well, as a kid it might have been different, but probably now. There's a game called Logo. Um, oh,
0: we've got that.
1: Which is really good, but they've done about probably about eight different Different versions of it now with different subjects and different like themes and stuff. So
0: yeah,
1: uh, we've just bought the food version. So We're gonna play that the weekends. We're going away this weekend, so oh nice. Um, we, yeah, that that's but that that's good because it's just like general knowledge, you know. But the, the questions are like a good level because sometimes like you don't know any of the answers and you just feel thick. No. Yeah, You know yourself. when you
0: do on the logo game. If anyone's never played it. It's all the logos you've ever seen in your life. And it'll just be, like, little cards with a picture of it. But it won't just say, what logo is this? It'll go, oh, so, um, I don't know, what colour should this logo be? Doesn't yeah. it? Like, things like that. Yeah. But, you know, it makes me a little bit sad that I know so much about logos. It means that I'm overexposed to capitalism.
1: Well, I think we all are, yeah, because the game... That game wouldn't work in the People's Republic of China, would they?
0: No, no.
1: Because there's probably four logos there, and they're all probably you know got the flag in them. So you just you in this in this environment, we're just constantly yeah soaking it in. But what's your what's your favorite board game?
0: I think my favorite board game is Trivial Pursuit because I'm a bit of a nerd. Ah. And uh, when that first came out. We used to all play it with my nan's because my, na- my nan used to love general knowledge games. So we used to all play them. And I'm I'm, I'm an Aquarius, so I'm, I'm an absolute fountain of unnecessary information. I know loads of stuff that people shouldn't know. So I'm always quite good at that game. Then, I don't know, sometimes you feel like a bit of a show-off playing it when you know loads of answers. So that was one of my favourites. There was one when I was a kid Right? You might not remember this, or you might. And it, <laughs> <laughs> it was called, cool. I Want to Bite Your Finger.
1: Oh, no. It was but... amazing. Remember the adverts? I
0: Want to Bite Your Finger, you play it in the dark. Yeah. But Dracula will bite you, you get the vampire mark. Oh, uh, yeah. So basically it was like a haunted castle. And the first one to get to Dracula's coffin, put your finger in his mouth and it was like two pieces of red pen and he closed his mouth on you yeah, and you got two little red dots on your finger and that's how you won the game and it was oh, amazing.
1: Yeah, those adverts when you're the kids, especially in the lead-ups of Christmas, like they'd make the worst board game look amazing and they'd make good, great board games look like otherworldly, brilliant, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. And I remember that advert was so powerful.
0: I want to bite your finger, I
1: loved it. Vantle, I loved I it. Uh, I wonder if you could do that today. You probably have to say "avant uh, to suck." You think well, that's what's worse, actually? No, um, because you knew
0: why? Because you... like, oh no, kids would be too frightened and traumatized by Dracula.
1: Yeah, the kids' ones were great. I remember Ghost Castle. That was a scary one as well. Mm. Oh, I think I remember that. But the, I played that when I was like seven, and then asked for it for Christmas when I was nine, and that's a big age gap. And when I was seven, it was brilliant. And when I was nine, it was dog shit. Just rubbish. You know what
0: we? You know what we had? It wasn't necessarily a boards game, but it was like a tabletop game, and it was called Jaws. And it was just a big plastic Jaws from Jaws the movie, and he had his mouth open wide, and he had all like shit in his mouth, like um, him <laughs> doesn't know like a car tire or like um, a leg or like um, a piece of rope or. A, a life boy you know like a circle yeah. what are them circles called yeah, yeah. like a you know, life ring what are they called I can't think uh,
1: uh, uh, what are they called they're called a um, life... life boy yeah life boy sounds like a. so he had all band. these different
0: things and you, you had this like hook and everyone took a turn with the hook but it was, his jaw was on this like elastic and it was dead sensitive so you could almost if, if you knock the jaw it close on you and you lost
1: Ah, yeah, it
0: was dead good. Bit like A
1: bit like Bokhuru. We've got a shark one similar to that, but it's not jaws where you're gonna let you're to take his teeth out and he's like if you if you too it's a bit like operation where you got to be yeah. like really specific. Yeah, it's you? very
0: specific. Yeah, I didn't understand like the um you know operation and it'd have like um, funny bone and and the harp, but then it'd have the water on the knee and it was like a tap shaped like a tap a little bone, yeah. and then it'd have. Red basket, which is not even a bone, it's like a gut. Um, I, I just like bits of the body that we we didn't call it because it was American and there was no like British equivalent.
1: It was mad. Yeah, it was very American, and I remember the Avett. Can I sing you the song from the Avett? Go on. Operation, you're the doctor. You're the doctor. It's <laughs> so much fun to play.
0: Operation, yeah.
1: <laughs> you're the doctor. It's so much fun to play, and it was was For about five minutes, when it? it wasn't, yeah. I wonder if anyone played that game and, and went into you know surgery like a job, like became a surgeon.
0: Yeah, I imagine if the ad's operation now, you'd be like, Oh, it's your turn, open your cards, what have you got to get? and you'd be like, Oh no, this says uh, the waiting list's three years <laughs> long, so someone else will have to take it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like next door, I've got like a private version, and they're, they're, yeah. they're all paying to go. <laughs> But it's the same with Monopoly. I've got this bit that I'm trying to write for my next show about Monopoly, which I do enjoy. But like making a Monopoly that's realistic, like for nowadays. So like, raise the property prices and so no one can afford anything. And like,
0: oh well, that's just London, isn't
1: it? Yeah, get rid of all the utilities and just have Amazon. Do you know
0: Everywhere. what? I've never, I've never finished a game of Monopoly.
1: I've, I've walked off in the middle of an argument. Does that count?
0: Everyone does that. Somebody gets a cob on a monopoly and walks off.
1: Yeah, just or just it should say that on the instructions. The game is over when somebody throws every hit all the pieces everywhere and shouts, "Oh, fuck off, will you?" At their family, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you capitalist <laughs> trash. Yeah. But which which figure do you always want to be in Monopoly?
1: The dog or the hat?
0: Oh, I always want to be the dog.
1: Yeah, the dog's got game, mm. and the hat makes me feel like Lord Snooty.
0: Yeah.
1: And the Beano. So, uh, I mean, one of the big throwbacks from the 80s that we've got at the moment with the kids love is Mousetrap.
0: Oh, I mean, no. Too many bits to settle.
1: Oh, it's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. And if one bit is gone, the whole thing falls apart, which is kind of like
0: not I? Why don't I just go and design a new satellite? Put that (laughs) together because I'll be quicker. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's,
0: that I, and Kaplunk as well I used to think fucking ages to set yeah, up.
1: we got a jarg version of, of Kaplunk it's like a snide version so it's, it was like two quid and it doesn't like you know you put the little uh, sticks in but all the sticks don't stop the marbles properly so all the, all the things just fall through it's just shite right from the beginning it's like ah oh, this is shite yeah it doesn't work you get loads of those snide versions of games.
0: Yeah, you do. You know what? A game I never understood, and never learned how to play. Cluedo.
1: Never played that.
0: It was weird. It was like designed for rich people who knew out the way around a mansion.
1: Yeah, that that's not something I, uh, I've ever dabbled with, really.
0: No, they should modernize that because it was all like, oh yes, it was Professor Plum in the study with the pistol. Well, yeah. no, I, it was Macher in the pub with this six barrel shotgun.
1: With the screwdriver. And he's not dead <laughs> yet. He's, he's just moved. But I've got his wallet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was Katrina in the hairdressers with a pickaxe. <laughs> let's modernize it.
1: Yeah, with a toaster in the bath. That would be good. <laughs> I, yeah. I was obsessed with with uh, a certain game in the 80s and then into the 90s, which I don't know if this class is a board game. Do you think Sabutio Sabutio is a board game?
0: Oh, my God. No, um, no. and I really hate Sabutio, and I'll tell you why in a minute.
1: So I was in a league. Uh, there was only four of us in the league, so I'm not sure that's really a league. High it's
0: stakes just, league, that's that? High stakes. It was like the Super I
1: League. See. There was wow. four of us. And we all lived on the same roads. We like all that one that
0: all, all the, the people wanted everyone to break off into?
1: Yeah, exactly. Two's a company, three's a crowd, four's a league, apparently. A
0: league, yeah.
1: So, we had, and we had a cup as well where there was two semi-finals and a final. And we actually all threw a couple of quid in and bought, like, real trophies for the winner of the league and the winner of the cup.
0: How together. old are you? Eleven. Oh,
1: okay. So every Saturday morning we'd, and we'd take it in turns We'd have home and away matches because we all lived in, on the same street. And, uh, I had the Astro Tape, oh. which was like the super, super duper pitch. I think it cost about an extra five quid or something. And but it was great. But then That's one the day we the most
0: wholesome thing ever.
1: Oh, it is. It felt like I was at like at cartoon strip and Roy the Rovers, like Sam yeah. Sabutio League, page 11. But then one day there was a lad who wanted to join the league, and we you know we had to check him out. And he lived a couple of streets away, so we weren't sure about expanding. So we went round to his house and we had the game and um, just to check he was you know legit and all that and he had the gear <laughs> he was playing this this other lad from our street and I don't know what happened whether it was a dodgy offside or bad lines decision or something but it just kicked off this big fight started and then the lad who was already in the league ended up like punching someone and then grabbing the, this other lad's dad's hose pipe and like squaring it through the window of the garage all over the pitch <gasps>
0: <laughs> fucking, oh my god fucking
1: brilliant looking back horrible at the time like but. Well, uh, yeah,
0: the Sabuio that... football press must have been going yeah, off was, the cakes.
1: It was. It was a disgraceful day for the for the sport, really.
0: And the history brought you shamed. It was the day that shamed Sabuio, <laughs> tarnished its name.
1: But I've I've tried to play that with our kids, and they're just like, "Dad, this is shit.
0: It's so stupid." I tell you, do you, want to tell, do you know why I hate Sabutio? We like, we we had it when we were kids, but I never really played it because. I lived in my nan's and my uncle Nancy's a bit older, so they knew how to play it. Then we had this other one called Shooter or something. And it was like Sabucia, but you press the thing on the football plane and it's it's like kicked out. Oh uh,
1: yeah.
0: It has a movable leg and that was dead good. But the reason I hate Sabucia is because when I was about 17, I was seeing this lad and he we've been together since we were like younger. And um he's a bit older than me. And then he just decided that he was gonna start buying Sabucia. Like he was in collective football programmes, proper football nut. Yeah. And then age like, what, 19 or something, he decides he wants to start buying some bootio figures, right? So I was just like, well, this is odd, but like, you know, you go for it. Anyway, he went and he bought the pitch, and he bought some teams, and then he bought stands, and then he bought um spectators for the stands. Yes. But it, it turns out that it was cheaper to buy the nude colored <laughs>
1: <Yeah, laughs>
0: the nude color spectators the and noodles. the spectators who had actual colored like clothes on so he went and he bought a loads of nude spectators then he went and bought all this like um like acrylic paints and then one night I was in his house and he's there and he went has all the t- newspaper on the dining table and that and he went to thought tonight that we'd paint paint spectators <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, sorry, bro. Yeah. This is this has come to an end. It's been nice oh. knowing you.
1: Oh dear. Oh, man. Has so come on. This is come to a natural. I was conclusion. like,
0: no, I'm not sitting painting naked spectators with acrylic paint Man, I should be out in the paradox. <laughs> Dancing to <laughs> DC Peniston. please let me yeah. live.
1: Oh Jesus Christ! That's that's a great way to get rid of a partner, though, isn't it? Just start by that's yeah. great way, didn't it? He, he wanted to break up with you, but he couldn't handle the conversation, so he yeah. just didn't want to be the it. bastard,
0: so, yeah. he, he so he made me be it by like, making me paint the boots. That you. was his
1: face, of Chandler when he starts smoking. <laughs> yeah. But then I had all the new deep spectators, and then I just I just stuck them down, but like some of them didn't stick to the stands, and I only had two stands, and when I used the stands, the table table wasn't big enough, so I had to play on the floor. So the ball just kept hitting it, and every time the ball hit it, all these nudie spectators would just collapse on top of each other and just another big like, mess. Like a orgy big orgy, in yeah,
0: the big dirty orgy <laughs> in the corner
1: flag. So yeah, it was it was pretty pretty hot stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, and I've been a swinger ever since. That's probably why I, where I got it from. So, uh, but yeah, that, I mean that's a proper like retro game, isn't it? Have yeah. You, have you got any games you still play regularly then? With like meh? So play Scrabble. Scrabble.
0: We played, played a lot of Scrabble over lockdown. Um, but then that that ends up like when you you know, you've got like a couple of like consonants and what no vowels left, and you're just making up words with one putting a cut like an X next to a an U and hoping it's a word, and yeah. then you find out it is, and then the other person just calls you a twat and goes to bed. Because you've just got, like, 18 points on a quadruple letter score or something.
1: <laughs> With a word that you'd never heard
0: of. <laughs> With a word that you didn't even know existed. You just, like, threw a tile on the board and hoped for the best.
1: It sounds like a Welsh expletive. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm shit at Scrabble. I don't I don't really, yeah. I just, I, I've got a thing in my brain of... It's weird because like I don't mind the challenge and I don't mind if something's hard, but if something requires a specific type of brain power, I just go, ah, do you know what? it's easy to just give up? Like I just so just give up. Like, I prefer games telly. where you
0: need skill though, because the other ones just like chance. It just depends on the roll of the dice. Are you gone again?
1: Yeah. No, I'm back. You're back. Back oh, back in the yeah. room. Kind of
0: yeah movie. I like skill games the ones that are like a roll of a dice just not my scene you know what I used to really think was really like that I, you know that one the game of life oh that was good very conceptual be a winner with the game of life buy a car have money maybe like <laughs> is that what we're meant to aspire to <laughs> oh my god if I throw a six I'll get paid that's that basically game did actually prepare some people for, for life.
1: Yeah. If you get a three, ah, oh, shit, I'm pregnant again.
0: Like, how do you win the game of life? You finish it. You've got a house, a car, a wife, a baby, a mistress, a motorbike, satellite dish. Where does it end?
1: <laughs> You've got a, a, a man cave. That's yeah. how you win. Gout. You've got a, a gout, but it's not too bad unless it's cold. Yeah.
0: It's yeah, it's not, it's not a hereditary goat, though. It's because your diet's so rich because you've won the game of life, baby.
1: And all you're eating is you're eating pate. all the good stuff. <laughs> pate for breakfast. Give me more pate, get a six, you get extra pate. Yeah, can I give you a fact about the game of life? Go on, I found and uh, and uh, this was Buzzfeed is the source, so you know,
0: well, I mean, barely, may barely. as well. straight
1: from the horse's mouth. Well, yeah. Uh, This is the fact. The original Game of Life featured spaces for suicide, disgrace, poverty and prison. Jesus, that's dark. Heavy, that, innit? What,
0: like, throw a two? Sorry, you've killed yourself.
1: Yeah, because I I don't remember that in the the actual game that I played. I just remember, like, having babies, getting a job, getting a car, you know, all that shit, which I've ended up doing anyway. But, like... (laughs) But yeah, they should, got,
0: maybe they should update it, you know, like, oh, you've picked up a non-threatening STD there. Move back three spaces.
1: Yeah. Move back three spaces, but don't let anyone see. To the gum clinic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use the back door entry, which is I what, think got, about... <laughs> <laughs> what got you in the situation. Aye
0: aye. <laughs> I think that about guess who though they should modernize that.
1: Well they all look like paedophiles, don't they?
0: Yeah. Should have people with, has he got a tattoo? Has he, has got, he got a, has she got a piercing?
1: Uh, have they, oh they, yeah, see, have they got a beard or something, <laughs> you know, or have has he got a cat wig?
0: Yeah, I think we, <laughs> I'd like, I'd like that to be updated, please. Has Bro. Whoever, yeah,
1: that's bro. I thought you were calling me like bro. I thought I thought you'd be quite street there.
0: (laughs) MB games,
1: yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Wadding, they all
0: all struggled with the advent of computers, didn't
1: they? Well, some of it did, but stuff like Scrabble's gone online, hasn't it? Because my wife was playing Scrabble like that. What's that like Scrabble app? Oh, yeah, then she started getting like messages from the guy saying, Have you got a boyfriend? and it was like, I don't like that. I went out with the lads and he
0: thought, I went out with the lads and he started playing online pool and I'd go to bed and he'd be up till like three, four o'clock in the morning and the, he, he said he type on the side and the, in the chat thing thing, ASL and it meant age, sex, location. Uh, uh, isn't that creepy? Uh, I didn't like that at all.
1: My age is adult. My sex is not many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing online pool and my location is in the gutter. Uh, I've got some more facts about uh, other board games, if you'd like to hear them.
0: Yeah, I do.
1: So, um, this this is a ridiculous fact, because it's not even a fact, it's just a bit of information, but there's an urban legend that David Bowie invented Connect 4. <laughs> I just like feel like if first? David
0: Bowie invented Connect 4, it would be a bit more crazy.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't have... I'd I, I I'll be using different colours I wouldn't have <laughs> yellow and red I'd like have my host. eyes yeah, I'd turn up green and blue <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did like an excerpt for I like the aesthetic of it I like the way that you could pull the little thing out and all the counters would fall out I like mm-hmm. the way the counters stacked up and, and went into each other
1: yeah you feel like you're in a casino don't you It felt seven. like I
0: was it was like a serious game yeah
1: Serious, like played by professionals, <laughs> but that that's only an urban legend. So, uh, I want that,
0: that was, to be true.
1: That was made up, but yeah. Uh, the name Jenga is based on the Swahili word for uh, oh, the Swahili word that means to build.
0: <sighs> that's probably true. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. Sounds true. Jenga's a great game, isn't it?
0: It is. Have you played Giant Jenga? Yes. There's not much Jeopardy involved because it's not that much bigger.
1: No, it would be different if there was like a family of like baby animals, like right next to the bottom, and you knew that they would be. I'd like to see a place with like
0: breeze blocks and plant machinery,
1: asbestos. (laughs) So if it lands, you will probably contract cancer in the next 40 to 45 years. Yeah. It's a long Jeopardy, but it would. (laughs) <laughs> move things along um, we played Jenga in the sixth form in our school and it was like near the end of leaving school so we were kind of not asked about anything anymore and we did this thing where we all, we all have three lives and if you knocked it over once um, you got something called the buzz and thumb which was all your mates getting the thumb and just jabbing it into your ribs
0: oh my I god
1: I know it was audible. It, it sounds like some kind of audible private school but it's quite a friendly environment and <laughs> um, and then have the
0: second fifth, one... Fifteen. third You've to
1: join the Bullington Club, that. does, does yeah, sound like you rotter. You're getting thumbs. They film each other
0: differently in the, the Bullington Club.
1: Time to the lamppost, Jeeves. <laughs> I'm taking a run up. <laughs> um, <laughs> pass me that giant Jenga piece. <laughs> um, I can't remember what the second fourth it was, but the third fourth it was the feeds, which was when someone jams a Jenga piece down your mouth. And obviously... I, I knocked, I, I lost three lives, so I just jumped up and legged it, and everyone's chasing me with these Jenga pieces, <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's me mate, so it's funny, but I still don't want them to do it to me. And I jumped. Oh and- my
0: god, that's way That sounds worse than that scene in the D, I the wonder they made them play <laughs> Russian
1: roulette. <laughs> was similar similar energy, and a they were little
0: bandanas around their head, sweat pissing off them. with a gun. <laughs> yeah, they going? Yeah, yeah. Getting Jenga pieces jammed down the
1: throats. Yeah. Jenga bumming. put that on your list Waddingtons have Um, you got any more yeah the uh, the longest Monopoly game ever went on for 70 straight days I don't believe that
0: oh god imagine those people though no I reckon it's probably some hipsters going yeah man play Monopoly for 70 days just to see if it could
1: yeah We, we,
0: we unraveled capitalism dude no I believe that
1: only drinking free range coffee beans.
0: Yeah. Uh, Some business analysts buy it, possibly. buying clever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then the final fact I've got is the patient in operation is named Cavity Sam. Wow. Well, isn't that a T Rex song? Cavity is it? Sam on oh, his Telegram Sam. Cavity Sam? Oh. Horrible nickname to have, innit? That's why I don't want yeah. to go to prison. No, I mean,
0: <laughs> could be the name of a brilliant drugs runner.
1: Yeah, like a mule.
0: what? What you've got? You've got six million dollars worth of cocaine to get from Colombia to Munich. You need cavity Sam. Yeah. He'll, he'll box that off for you, no problem.
1: He, he could get double that in. He's he's a, <laughs> he's a freak man. It's all because he, he used to play Jenga in Oxford University, and uh, <laughs> his his cavities are huge now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Never mind. He could fit Mexico in his cavities. He could move that entire country. But yeah, the, first um, game,
0: hey, the first ball game, the first game you'd ever play, it's always snakes and ladders, isn't it?
1: Always, yeah, always. And
0: that's another thing that sets children up for the realities of life. It should be called "Don't get too cocky, dickhead." <laughs> that's what it should be called. Because there you are thinking, up the lads, I think you're going to win then you get to number 99 and lands on a snake. And everyone's like, see, pride comes before a fall. It's like an, a, mm. a massive like, lesson to be learned.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> would let's, buy a game let's, called... let's
0: rename it. Don't get too cocky, dickhead.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> a beautiful idea. It's I think a, so. A great, it's just that, that fly off the shelves <laughs> this Christmas. Imagine the outfit. Never mind, yeah. I want to bite your finger. Don't get too cocky, cocky, dickhead! Great. <laughs> how would you yeah. fix board games?
0: I would up, up, update them, mm. like, like the way I suggested updating Cluedo, make it more relevant. Not every, not every murder has to happen in a mansion. Yeah, it could Have happen, a, you know, in a regular state. place. Yeah, but well, I suppose that's what soaps are for. I guess. Um, <laughs> I would up- update the likes of, um, as you said, Monopoly. Make it about real places, because yeah. there's, o- there's only there's probably it's that thing like the top one percent of rich people. The, the top what's what's the percentage? So the rich people are in the top percent. One percent of the wealth of the whole country or something is owned by one percent of people. I'm not explaining that very well.
1: I know you mean it's very they're the only people,
0: but what I'm saying is they're the only people who could look at today's monopoly board and go, that makes
1: sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. We like none of us are owning like several houses and then a hotel are we?
0: Maybe they should bring it out in like um I don't know, like volume. So volume one is like the distribution of wealth is like where you're at, you are wealth. So you can buy volume one, which is the city of London. But then it could go down every, like, volume two is like, okay, so you send your kids to private school, you've got two houses, so you can have volume two. That's like (laughs) a little bit less than the city of London. Say, I don't know, for instance, um, Chester. Um, Volume three, um, you're doing all right. You're doing your own house. You're not you work for yourself for instance then that that's a different each each yeah. then up to like to the end where it's like you know a monopoly the homeless version.
1: <laughs> we just trying to buy cardboard boxes and the next meal. Mm-hmm. That'd be quite bleak though, wouldn't it? I mean it I would like... be
0: quite bleak, but I think um some some sick bastards would buy that and get a kick out of it.
1: Imagine playing that with a nice selection of cheese and wine. (laughs) Feel like a right swat, wouldn't you? I've got no fixes for board games. You know why? Because I love them all. Like I love the good ones because you can play them again and again. They're great. But I really love the bad ones. The bad ones where you're like, "This is shit." I had the Only Fools' Noses game. You know when they make a board game out of just like a a successful franchise or like a TV show? Yeah. Thoughts gone into the game. It's just all the characters and all it's them. just silly
0: yeah it, totally
1: it was it was bollocks but there was this button and it kept playing the, the you get your money in the, 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 the suitcase <laughs> from and every time that played, all of us and our family just look at each other and just we just all mouthed the words this is shite but it's dead <laughs> funny oh well, you Maybe know what game, well,
0: a game um, I had and it was a programme on kids TV called On Safari and it's hosted by Christopher Biggins, and I had the board game of that and that was good Oh yeah, Well, kids, but kids games now though, they're, they're a little bit like they've dumbed them down loads. Like my mate's kids have got a game where um you t- twist the dog's tail. It's a plastic dog. You twist its tail, and a blob of shit comes out. Oh Jesus! And if the red blob of shit comes out, whatever colour, but it can't be red because that'd be like vile. <laughs> but like you lose the game, or or if no shit, if no shit comes out, you you go to you carry on playing. <coughs> and then, what's, if it gets to your turn and shit does come up, you're out.
1: What's that called? I want to shit on your carpet.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was another game that Sam had when he was little called Gooey Louie.
1: Oh, yeah. i played that. It was that. a
0: face with like slime, snot. And each turn you went to pick snot out of its nose. Like, where are the learning games?
1: Well, you're going to learn how to pick your nose. I suppose <laughs> when you're little mm. yeah I mean the educational game sometimes can just be dead boring as well it's, it's it's having the fine balance in it between fun and you know useful but it's just it's a tricky balance to have
0: no it's them new them then people who've got kids and you go oh, what shall I buy them for Christmas and you go oh uh, well they, they're really into uh, the British Science Museum so if you buy them one of those boxes with an experiment and I'm like oh alright you just don't kill the buzz it's Christmas that them have fun <laughs> yeah
1: do so you want to sit
0: there and work on the theory of relativity on Boxing Day? You're all right.
1: Bought them some fireworks from Johnny down the street. <laughs> and loads of, loads of matches. That's the best way to learn.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Learning your face off.
0: So you wouldn't fix games. You like them the way they are.
1: I like them the way they are. I, I, it'll be interesting to see over the next you know, 20 years with like virtual reality and the way gaming's gone, whether these stand the test of time. But there's something quite nice about games, isn't there? There's something quite nice about Having a break from the screen, sitting around the table with your family or your friends and just and just you know playing a game together, a physical game. It feels quite feels quite traditional, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, it does. It, it is a nice thing to do. With the times we've sat around the table and played a game, especially with lockdown, we've had a laugh every single time.
1: So yeah. So if you've got any fixes for board games or any thoughts on board games, do get in touch with us. We've got an email address, fixtheworld the world 999 at gmail.com. Why have we got nine nine nine, Kate?
0: Oh my god, as if you need to ask. We are the fifth emergency service.
1: Yeah, fifth or sixth, we haven't quite figured out which. But we're, we're I think we 10. come
0: before probably RNLI, to be fair.
1: I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in future episodes, if you've got any, any uh, ideas or thoughts you want to contribute to our future episodes, we are going to be talking about Halloween soon.
0: I can't wait.
1: I can't wait for that. We need a venue before we do that. Cause we need to yeah, because we're going to we, dress up. If we dress, we'll up and just do a, if we dress up and just do a Zoom audio show, it's not quite going to be worth it, is it?
0: No, it's not going to be the same. But I think <laughs> I think we should do what the Halloween want. We should go to a venue, but we should drink as well.
1: I think we should, yeah. Probably the probably the, the, the blood of virgins as well, if, if possible, <laughs> if, it's, if it's available. We'll,
0: pl- we'll find a, a, co- a. I want to bite your finger and play it live.
1: <laughs> Anyone can hook us up with that, please do. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fix hotels as well, won't we? So
0: We will fix any, hotels.
1: Any thoughts on hotels, get in touch? Um, are you going to be doing your show again?
0: I'm doing it on Saturday in Manchester.
1: Oh, brilliant. At
0: five o'clock in Fitzgerald's Bar, I think it's called. I know nobody in Manchester. four well, four people are coming so far. That's yeah. good. Um, good. So if you're, if you're around Manchester for the Women in Comedy Festival, it's not just me on. There's loads of really brilliant acts on over the next week. So um, have a little look on their website because there's going to be something
1: for you. And the, uh, the link for this will be in the description for the podcast so you can click on and uh, buy your tickets.
0: and What about you, Sam? What are you doing this week? Uh,
1: I'm going to Blackpool for the weekend. Just,
0: just, Is that in comedy, comedy? No,
1: just I've just got the weekend off. We just go. We're gonna go stay away somewhere. So, oh, yeah, a little cottage, little hot tub. Um, just latte. you and me,
0: or the kids? No, go. the
1: kids as well. So four of us going for three nights. Can't oh,
0: fabulous!
1: Wait. got loads of ale, board games are plenty. We'll be coming with us. And I was uh, looking
0: at going to Krakow in December or November. Dead cheap to go in November, guys. If you're looking hotels and flights are
1: dead cheap we'll put a link for that in the podcast description. Yeah. But I believe it's
0: freezing. But I'm 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 looking I'm just going to try and uh, make that happen.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to having a game of um don't get too cocky dickhead with me kids. <laughs> Teaching yeah. them about the life that they're going to live. Yeah. And how you should never get smug because life will always slap you down.
0: With various things at the bottom of each snake like I don't know. dog debt, shit or debt, like death. Regret. Yeah.
1: Bad choices. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Great idea. So thanks for joining us, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks,
0: everyone. We'll (coughs) see you next time.
1: We'll see you next time. Like and share
0: us, please.
1: Please do. And uh, yeah, take it easy.
0: We're off now to think about what other things we can help the world with.
1: (laughs) See you next week.
0: Bye.